This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local legal sports book. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action will double your deposit up to $800. And this week, there was once again so many dope events and promos happening. On Thursday, it's Parlay Day. Put $25 on a college basketball parlay of plus 200 odds or greater. You know the rules by now. And you'll automatically get a $10 free bet. On Friday, weekly deposit boost for everyone. You know, because our friends at Action love you. Also on Friday, it's a ping pong day. Coming in hot with the free bets for everyone's favorite sport. Check it out. And hey, what's this? A Saturday parlay? Put $50 on a college basketball parlay of plus 250 or, or greater odds, and Action will toss you a $25 free bet to use for live basketball betting. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT, that's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T, when you make your first deposit, and Action will double it up to $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Don't forget to check them out every Thursday for Bingo Night in uh, Trivia Night on Tuesdays. Tell them Pucks Out sent you. Uh, today, we've got mid-season award predictions, a special game of the week edition, erotic candy, and much, much more. Check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. How are you this week, bud? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing too bad. My pick, my games of the week did pretty bad, but uh, uh, but as a person, I'm fine. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm having, a, having a pretty good week. Feeling better. You know how I've been so drained. Uh, this week, I've actually felt... Tons yeah. better, you know, actually, uh, you know, worked out and stuff. So on top of feeling better, you know, you got working out. I know I nice. knew that if I could get back to it, that I would feel overall better. Yeah, I, know, started, so. I finally started getting back to working out, you know, after having COVID. Uh, my first time actually back to working out was and I, I texted you was after the Chiefs game mm-hmm. versus Buffalo. And, you know, that morning I told myself I would however many points were scored in all the football games <laughs> is how many uh, bicep curls I would do. And I was going to do some after the first game of the day. I was like, ah, I'll just do them all at one time. Knock it out before bed. Forgot about it during the Chiefs game, which they put up. I think it was like 76 points in total. Yeah, it was they blew a big the, game. They blew the over. Oh, I mean, that was. Uh, but then I, you know, my arms are tired after that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so pretty. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good week. We, we, you might notice we're on a little uh, hectic today. Uh, we're, we've got to haul ass because uh, we got to film. We have to record the fantasy show. Then I'm getting to a game with the wife after this. Let's go ahead and jump straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Kucherov returns to the ice. He's practicing. He is no longer on IR. Now he just has the out designation. 
So that kind of threw a wrench into some of my fantasy uh, pickups this morning. Had to move some stuff around. Luckily, yeah. a lot, some of my good, a good bit of my lease have IR plus spots. Yeah, but, I, I, the regular IR spot is a terrible. It should just be all yeah, straight IR plus spots sure. um, because of because of that stu- those stupid little thing. Because sometimes when they're coming back from an injury, but they're not going to be playing, they're no longer injury designated, and they have the, uh, you know, what is it? The not active the yeah. NA. Well, you know, in my league, I always I have one of those spots for everybody, so they can transition them in yeah. without having to having to ruin the roster. So, yeah, I mean, that'll hurt you in fantasy if you yeah. if you don't prepare. Yeah, I made some pretty decent moves this morning because I was doing the fantasy doc this morning. I was like, oh, and then so I picked up a couple of guys, and you'll have to tune into the fantasy show to hear more about that. Uh, the All Star Game on February fifth. Uh, we don't have time to go through the entire rosters, but you have the internet. Go check out the rosters. The skills uh, comp will be on the day before, on Friday the fourth. Roman Yossi is taking Nathan McKinnon's spot, and Pavelski will take his uh, his spot as captain. A lot of Colorado fans not happy about Roman Yossi taking McKinnon's spot. They thought it should have gone to someone else on on the Abs, but I mean. Roman Yossi should have been in there to begin with. Right. Why would it just go to, I mean, it's not a, you know, it's not your team. Your team didn't go to the all-star game. Well, the because, player well, because the each team game. usually gets to send have, one player or something. But didn't but they have somebody? I, I, I don't Colorado know. Colorado has somebody I, else. Yeah, I think so. And I think so the whole then, thing was that the Preds already have one with so UC Soros. That could have been, you know, the other player that's on your team. That could be the guy yeah. <laughs> or the one guy on your team. So. Uh, so, uh, and Evgeny Kuznetsov takes Adam Fox's spot. Uh, Nathan McKinnon has a fractured face, I think, or something like that. I yeah. don't know what happened with Adam Fox. What his, uh, he might have just opted out. Maybe so. Yeah. Getting through these. You got any uh, thoughts on the All-Star game this year? No, I am not. I'm, I'm just not. I'm never really excited about it. Yeah. You know? I like the skills, skills comp much competition. better. Now, I'm, I'm skills always comp. excited about the skills comp. Skills comp, super, super excited about it. Uh, but the game itself, I yeah. just never really get into it, man. I Honestly, I think it would be better if they didn't try to like have this facade of the fact that they, they don't play defense. Right. So honestly, it should just be all offense. It should just yeah. be all offense. Yeah. Have, have the all-star game just be three on three, all offense. It, well, is it already three and three? I don't even know anymore. I think it's three on three. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, don't, even have, three three. don't even have defensive players there at the all-star game. Just have the most electrifying players of the league come out there and just have it be a, and honestly, don't just have empty nets. <laughs> just have empty yeah, nets. Just or no goalies. Just, or, ha, or have nothing. the nets be like they play like in, uh, you know, in, in pond hockey where it's the little teeny ones because you don't have a goalie. That, that would, would be, be fun. Sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. That would, that would Do be something interesting. Do the money puck every once in a while. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that Honestly, would be th- people would actually watch it. If it, it, I mean, it, or or halfway through the game, yet, a mascot comes in and joins a team, or better yet, do something like uh, like I really like what baseball does. You know, the winner of the the All Star game, that's the t- that's that, that league hosts uh, the World Series. They get the they get the advantage of the World Series. Wait, what? In baseball, in the All Star game, the American League versus the National League. If the National League wins, they get the advantage, the home advantage in the World Series, four games to three. So it doesn't go to the higher seed? There is no higher seed. They're both the top seeds on there. It's baseball, Greg. I don't know. I don't know if they said, well, this team was a higher seed in that lobby. That's weird. No, no. That is insane. I don't like that. It makes the All-Star game worth something. I love it. I think that it's. That uh, is. I mean, I I don't know. uh, Okay. I don't know why I hate it, but I hate it (laughs) because there is no reasonable reason for me not to like it. It makes sense. No. I don't like it though. No, yeah, I mean it's just. Uh, I guess I didn't. Re- game I guess a. I I feel like I forgot that. Ba- I mean, so how does hockey? Hockey. 
does it with a higher seed, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so it can be done with a higher seed. Well, I mean, I'm, I didn't say it was. I'm just saying there is no higher seed in there in that in that regard. Yeah. They're playing because, and especially because they play different games. It's like a weird sport where yeah. literally two different games are played where one True, has a DH, DH one yeah. doesn't. So I mean, got to get rid of that bullshit with no DH. Yeah, I mean, DH yeah, there. DH should be everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it does provide some intriguing differences, you know, in the sport for sure. And I mean, it can definitely have an advantage for different teams, um, you know, come that interleague play where, yeah. you know, when wherever stadium you're playing at is the rules you abide by. So it's not that you're an American League team. Um, I like I think it, I think it it gives a little credo to the. I feel like I like it, but I've already said I hate it, so now I have to. Now you're locked in. I'm locked in now. You're locked in. I'm a man of my word. I mean, I'm you know I'm not gonna fault you for that. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna keep bringing up good points so you realize how wrong you are continuously. I already realize it. Yeah, you already realize it. So I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump the gun. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dig it into you. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards. Time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The time has come. The landscape of professional football that you and I have known for almost our entire lives since, you know, maybe we could start remembering when we really became fans of football. Tom Brady, for the first time in 23 years, starting next year, will not be in the league. He has officially announced his retirement. Um, and you know, I said last week, I listened to, uh, his let's go podcast and the things he was saying, I was almost certain he was going to retire when yeah. players, you know, there, there are times when players say, Oh, you know, I'm thinking about it and you never know. But when you, when a player starts saying things like, you know, you, you know, that his Tom's, you know, wife Giselle deserves to have the husband that she deserves. His kids deserve to have the father they deserve. Um, you know, and that it comes a time in your adult life when you need to say, OK, I've committed 23 years to this. It's time for me to go be a family person. And, you know, because he has he's made commitments to his family that, you know, and you have to think that day in and day out being a professional football player, you get to spend, what, three months of the year maybe with your family. Um, and when he said that, I was like, yeah, he, he's retiring now. Unlike, you know, Adam Schefter and them, I didn't come on here and report that he's confirmed retiring before he confirmed he was retiring um, because, when that was reported, the Bucks GM was like, I have no, didn't hear about this. Uh, but uh, this morning he released a letter saying he has decided to, uh, to retire. So that, that is, you know, without a doubt, he's the greatest football player to ever play the game. The other greats, they all agree. It, it is not a conversation, yeah. you know, yeah, greatest, I would say greatest quarterback for sure. Uh, I mean, it's so hard. You can't really judge interposition, uh, interpositionally, yeah. but th- yes, yeah. greatest I, fo- I think the fact that other, you know, when, when guys like Jim Brown say that he's the greatest football player of all time, yeah, that, sure. that locks it in. You know, it's like when Mike Tyson said Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. Well, you know, I mean, people who, again, that, but that there, is there was the an same. entire camp of people who said that Mike Tyson's the greatest of all time. But when that person then gives that title to someone else, it's easy. It really gets, it's like if LeBron came out and said, no, Michael's the greatest of all time after LeBron's retired. Like it, if there can't, if that person's fans still want to deny, it's like, okay, well you can, you're, you're wrong, but like it is what it is. Well, I'm just, I mean, okay. I I don't think that Tom Brady would be able to play strong safety. So, so therefore, I I think that's how, I mean, I don't think many 
players. I mean, I don't think that the best that's strong safety can go on and play quarterback. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. uh, exactly. It's not like and basketball where you have five I wouldn't positions. call John. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't call John Lynch the greatest. You know, I'm I don't saying. think Wayne Gretzky could go in and be an all star goalie. Maybe honestly, but probably not. Pro- at that time, any you know, he, he he couldn't have done much worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the time. To be fair, okay. So uh, I mean, if anybody can. He probably would have been fine. He yeah. he would have just scored as yeah. the goalie. Um, no, I mean I, I would agree that you know, I, I would say he's probably the he's the most impactful football yeah. player, easily the most accomplished. I Acom- mean, most accomplished. Yeah. yeah, I mean and it's the last just the a, last drive of his career is still a touchdown. You know, so that's uh, you know, and I'm glad he's not doing what Brett Five did. You know, go out while you're still the top of the world, pretty much. Like he might not be going out on a Super Bowl, but you know he has nothing else to prove. I mean, he is he's done it all. He's seen it all. You know, when he changed teams, everyone said, oh, let's see if he can go win. And not only did he go and have a win, he went and won a Super Bowl. And he had he almost his final year. He threw almost as many touchdowns as he did his age. He went out and threw, I believe, 43 touched 42, 43 touchdowns as a 44 year old. (laughs) One made some money. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of people I've already seen. It's like, oh, he said he was going to retire at 45. Liar. It's like, listen, he let's be honest here. It's not like he had a bad year. He, if he wanted to, he could probably go out and throw another 35 touchdowns next year. He's making this decision to back away on his own accord. He did it his way. Uh, so, you know, here's a Tom Brady for in, entertaining us, whether you like him or hate him. It, you have to, I mean, everyone has to agree. He, his impact on the sport is insane. Uh, conference championships was this past weekend. Uh, fun set of games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, wow. It was, I would say it's a, it was a fun game. And yeah. Then, well, not as fun as that Chiefs Bills game. The, yeah. Not as, not as fun as that, but I mean, I didn't, I, the Rams game, Rams, um, uh, 49ers game. So, so yeah, I felt I was actually playing it. a video game like while I was on my on my main screen while that game was on the side screen. I yeah, I fell asleep during it. That yeah. was a that was a I it was a it went as game. it went as about as I thought. Um I was th- that Chiefs Bengals game though. I, I was so I was shocked by that. I had Chiefs minus it seven. W- it wasn't even just that the Bengals went out and I mean had a dominant performance in the second half. Really yeah. played. I mean, I'm not I don't want to take anything away from that. I it was just like the Chiefs just I it was too different. Here's what I think happened. I truly believe that that last play of the first half destroyed the mentality of the Chiefs. The it It was a bad play call. It was a bad play call. Not when you're in that position, you have to throw the ball in the end zone. You can't not absolutely, especially when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill. You have to throw in the end zone uh, and trust that your receiver can go up and get it. It, it, he's, uh, I mean, Tyree kills uh, as fast as he is. Goal on play. He's not a big. He's not a big man. Yeah. If he gets caught, he's gonna you get gotta caught. Put it up there and hope that he can. I mean, I, I, it was bad play. I mean, take the three points, or if you're going to do that, so I mean, at least give him a shot to come down in the end zone. I, it was bad, and I think that that changed the entire landscape and that fueled the Bengals. Um, Joe Burrow. Wow. Um, I am. <sighs> I did not think that he was going to be the guy he is. Um, I think this is the first time either. This is the first time in history that a Heisman winner is taking a team to a Super Bowl within the first two years of being a pro. He is the blueprint of what professional football teams look in a first round pick. I mean, he he looked great. I mean, he had great 
great support all around. I mean, Joe Mixon looked good. Yeah. T. Higgins, you know, Jamar Chase didn't have a great game, but played served yeah. as a. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, uh, like T. Higgins had a good game, but possibly because Jamar Chase was that's double teamed all day. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. I mean, he's drawn the attention yeah. over there, and uh, you know, I mean, it was it was great. I mean, Joe Burrow I had agree. three or four plays <laughs> where he, you know, just decided to run it himself, and it was, I mean, the the dude can can ball. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm with you. I'm throwing. I'll be uh, be headed over to action and giving my action to the uh, Bengals. The Bengals money line. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what the I'm waiting for the uh, the the number the odds to change a little bit throughout the week. But I'm throwing probably a, a hundred bucks on Bengals money line. I don't know if I'll go if I'll go that much, but I do know that I have the Bengals. Um, I think uh, action had the the promo with the NFL futures. I had. Uh, Bengals over one and a half field goals for the game. I feel like that's a lockdown. Yeah, Adam McPherson's you know. killing it out there. Yeah, I mean he's looking he's looking great. So great football game. Yeah. I mean, uh, though though I will not be surprised if the Rams win this. I mean, Sean McVay is yeah. uh, is is the is the Cooper game's Cup. next genius. I mean, um, yeah, Cooper Cup. I mean, Matt Stafford can can easily go out there and 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 sling the ball around. I'm not. Uh, I would not be surprised. Yeah. I just, I just feel I'm, like the value is on yeah. the Bengals for a much I, closer game. I'm, honestly, I'm excited to see new, new blood in the Super Bowl. I, w- I don't, I won't mind if either team, e- yeah. either team wins because Stafford, you know, I saw somebody say, "Well, Stafford in the in the Super Bowl and Eminem's playing at the halftime show. This is literally the closest that Detroit <laughs> is ever going to get to a Super oh, Bowl. So party. we'll enjoy it. Uh, yeah." Um, <laughs> I did see something, and I think I wanted to talk about it real quick. Do you think that the dumpster fire, and I, I believe it's the AFC North uh, with the the division that the Steelers are in, and the Bengals? Uh, yeah. Um. Do you think that the fact that that the rest of that division was such a dumpster fire is that why Pittsburgh was so horrible? Because you know, steel sharpens steel, and the fact that they had to play, uh, the these teams that are just not good. Um, I'm sorry, not the Steelers. My bad. The Packers. I meant the Packers. I think they're the <laughs> NFC North. Is that right? NFC North. NFC yeah. North, not the Steelers. The, do you think the fact that the rest of that division is such hot garbage is that why the Packers could not perform well in, in the playoffs? I wouldn't say that the Vikings are hot garbage. I mean, I, I just think that. The, no, no, Kirk Cousins ain't that good. The, I, mean, the, I mean, he's not. I mean, he had a decent season this year, and Justin Jefferson is out of this world. Uh, so I mean I'm not and Dalvin Cook is great and their defense isn't bad. Um, I, I think it's more has to do with Shanahan is a good game plan and it just the weather worked out for his his style of football and the, what he likes to play. I, I, the Vikings weren't with less than 500. <clears throat> I, I mean, don't, I mean that entire division. They Vikings were eight and nine. Bears six yeah, and eleven. But how many? But, three and thirteen. But. But all of the, but everybody but the Bears was way under where the, how many games did the Lions lose by like a point? I mean, the, the Ravens. Their point differential was minus one, 142. The Lions? Yeah. Overall. I mean, but the games that they lost by like a point. I mean, yeah. they lost three or four games on a last second field goal. I mean, so, and, and the Vikings, what was their point differential? Uh, Vikings were actually only minus one. That's what so I'm they, saying. They, they were it. right there. They yeah. lost a lot of close games. The Raiders game was close. I, I think it was. I think that that buy hurt you. Yeah. I think it hurt you. I think you're sitting out a week, not playing football. What's crazy is the only division where every team in the division had a plus differential 
is the NFC West, the Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks. Yeah, uh, I the Seahawks that. had plus 29, which was the lowest, and the Rams had plus 88 differential. Yeah, I can see that. That is it. That that has become a competitive division. Yeah, that is that that is. Um, I mean, I, it could it could have been anybody's anybody's game, and they had three teams in the playoffs this year. Yeah, the Jaguars at a minus 204 point differential. Wow, <laughs> I mean that that Colts game really brought that up too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been like minus 230 or something like 240. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Um, our main topic of the day, we. Or looking at our midseason awards, uh, longtime listeners know that we do preseason awards prediction. And the way it works is this is a point based competition like we like to do on the show. We go through the awards uh, on the preseason and think we're going to predict who we think is going to win. The way this works, if we keep the pick, I believe it's worth two points, two points. We can change it. And it's and what, what did we say? And then you get and then if you can change it, but. You have two chances to get it, but it's only worth one point either yeah. way. So you, so either of your preseason pick or your midseason pick would count. So yeah. if you don't, if you're not sure about it, it's always better to change it and get an option for two. Yeah. But half the points. If you're like, this is locked down, I'm definitely getting this. Yeah. Go ahead and lock or it if, in. Like there was a couple of these where I just honestly like I just don't know, so I just played it safe and kept it, and you know, and sure. chances for a double points. And that same. Then kind of the we same. have a triple down pick. You get to pick one award that you are locked in and you're not allowed to change it it's worth three points uh we put times three does that mean it's worth six points or uh it's six points i thought six points because we couldn't change it at all yeah it's but now the only reason the only reason we could have changed it which it doesn't is if they're injured and you can re-pick an injured player for only worth one point uh i'm both of our picks are not injured at the halfway point so that stays the same so i'm going to go through this list um my preseason i had the uh the uh, Avalanche winning the cup, I'm keeping that. I had the Avs winning the President's Cup, I'm keeping that. I had Connor McDavid winning the Hart Trophy, keeping that. I had Cole Caulfield winning the Calder, not keeping that. Uh, I'm instead going over to Trevor Zegras. I think that while his numbers are not the best, that this league likes him. He is becoming a star of this league. He uh, did a Michigan goal. He did a lacrosse-style goal. He's just killing it. Uh, for the Vesna, I had Vasilevsky. I this one I actually struggled on. I'm I'm going to change that. I think Shesterkin's having a Vesna caliber season, and I think that he is the favorite to win the Vesna. And I just I, it, I I think that it could still be between two of them, but I think I'm I'm, ta- I'm changing that pick to Shesterkin. Um, the Norris I'm keeping Kale McCarr. He's just a solid uh, defenseman. Uh, the Art Ross, this was my triple down. Connor McDavid, I think I am still very comfortable with that. The Selkie, I had Mark Stone. I'm just not seeing it this year from him. I'm going with your pick that you had in preseason. I'm going Barkov. Jack Adams, I had John Cooper. Still very, that could still very likely happen. However, and maybe a little bit of my homerism's coming out. John, what John Hines has done to this Predators team when they're supposed to be in a rebuild has been miraculous to say the least. It is insane the position we are in at this point in the season where we thought we compared to where we thought we'd be in the preseason um rocket richard keeping austin matthews he just had himself a hattie last night um i could easily see alexander ovechkin taking this he carried me uh the last two seasons with this and uh but i changed it up gm of the year i'm keeping joe sackick from the abs uh what do you got bud 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm definitely, definitely <laughs> just starting off really strong. Going to be changing my cup pick. Paper hands. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep my futures out there, but I am going to change just to give myself a double chance to win. Uh, from the Islanders to win the cup. I'm going to laugh if you get one point because the Islanders win. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm super excited. To the Florida Panthers, a team that I have not been high on. Uh, or I, I shouldn't say not been high on. At the beginning of the season, was not high on. Um, you know, Justin Bradford, super high on them. I uh, should have listened to, to him. We, we, we um, have the same opinion on them in the preseason. And they are just playing extremely, extremely yeah. good hockey. I'm switching to the Florida I think the, they won like eight Panthers. to four last night against. Yes, yeah, they did. And yeah. that was at the beginning of the third period. Uh, and I was that like, was my, one there. of my games of the week, and you were, and you thought Columbus might take that. I thought that they could, and I well, and early on I was like, oh, I should throw some money on that over, and then I just forgot. I, it was at yeah. six and a half, uh, and I was like, well, let me go look at the over now, and it, it, like it was like no, it was like fourteen and a <laughs> half. <laughs> um, so honestly, they probably could have hit it. They <laughs> they could have if they probably would have would have kept on the gas. President President's Cup is not looking likely. Um, I had the Vegas Golden Knight. I'm going to switch to the Avs uh, to get a little point yeah, in case they win. Hand. Um, <clears throat> Hart, I have uh, Nathan McKinnon. It's possible. It's an off chance. But I'm going to go over to uh, going back to Florida. Jonathan Huberdeau. I mean, he is playing great hockey right now. This reminds me a lot of when Taylor Hall won, won his, uh, his Hart trophy. He's leading the league in points right now. Um, just playing, playing as good of hockey as Florida's playing, which which explains why they're doing so well, uh, sitting atop the league. Loved loved your pick of Trevor Zegris. I was planning on changing my Calder as well, uh, so I'm I'm actually going Zegris as well. I, I agree. I think that I don't know that you have to have the top numbers to win this award yeah. necessarily. So. I do um, think also, sorry to interrupt, but I think Tana Janot needs some, some more attention. I don't think he's going to win it just with the style of this league votes. Um, but he's got, I mean, he at least needs to be in third place. I mean, yeah. he is killing it. Yeah. Vesna, I have Vassy, uh, triple down. That was my triple down. So I can't change it anyway. Not sure that I would. I think that he's going to get the, get the award that he maybe not de- doesn't deserve this year, but deserved it the past two years. Yeah. That, and then lost it to a story, which I've I've really hated the fact yeah. that uh, that him not getting it was a real sword in the back. It was it was a uh, it was a knife through the through the through the back of my of my client. Okay, so <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm not disappointed. I think that you're not disappointed. Going you're to mad. your no, going to your homer, going to your homerism. I think that there's an off chance that. Got to look at Soros. I mean, he is playing playing yeah. supremely had, good hockey. Um, his odds were a little bit longer than I thought they should be. Yeah, I threw about I threw like a little eight buck bet on him at like plus fourteen hundred, plus fifteen hundred, something like that. I mean, you know, I just think he's playing really good hockey. Uh, that it potentially may he's get that may plus fourteen hundred right now. Yeah, so uh, right around there. That's I mean. I don't think he's going to win, but again, that's that off chance that you you never right know. Right now, Jack Campbell has the best odds at plus four hundred. Wow, that's that's I don't, and I, I don't saw when I saw that I when I was doing this, that. I was like, I don't like that at all. Yeah, Igor Shosturkin's plus four fifty, Bassie's plus six hundred. I, I I think that there's there's some any of those three guys could definitely win it. 
I don't think that the odds are are telling. You know, yeah. not with the way that we've Tristan seen. Tristan Jari happen. could be a uh, dark horse. I mean, right now at this point in the season, I I won't, don't. I think how he plays the rest of the season, but he's putting himself I mean, in guy, the conversation. I got right like now. I got like I got like John Gibson. Uh, Jacob Markstrom. I mean, there's yeah. lots of guys that Markstrom are playing started off great. the season hot. Great. There's there's so many great hockey players, and this is mid season. You know, we can yeah. never. That's why this is fun because we could we could name these all of these guys. All of our picks at the beginning of the year were great. Now some of them are not so great, and yeah. then some of them still are, and then at the end, some of them could not be. Um, Norris Cole McCarr. I had that. I'm gonna stick with that as well. Is he related to Kale McCarr? No, Cole. Okay, I'm going with Cole. Yeah, Kale, <laughs> Kale McCarr. Lock it in. Uh, Kale McCarr. I'm sticking with him. I think he's playing good hockey. I want that chance for the two points. I'm not sure that he'll win, but I feel comfortable leaving it because you also have it. Yeah. So I don't want to switch and get one point. I'd rather us yeah, both. There's get like zero. an actual strategy to this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd rather us both stay and get zero points than me switch and get one and you get one. Yeah, they're going to do the awards two. and they're going to be like, "This is Kale McCarr wins it, but only Bobby's Kale McCarr wins it." Right. It was only the only if you stuck with him. <laughs> he, uh, so uh, the Art Ross. Again, it's one of those, that's your triple down. I thought about changing, but I can't risk getting one point off of off of your triple down. So I'm going to stick with Connor McDavid. Though I think that it, I, would be benefit, I would benefit to change to Dreisaitl for that potential one point. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with, so that way we're either at two or you've lost your triple down and we're, we're good to go. So uh, I am going to go really if you change it and win, that's like a five point win, actually, because I lose because I mean, then I get nothing. Yeah. You lose six points. Yeah. But if but if you if yeah. there is a McDavid, then I only get one to you getting six. Yeah. You see, so I need to get I need to get two to yeah. counteract your six. But if you get if we both get zero, then it's a wash, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I mean, there is that. There's there's my thought. I hear what you're saying. You know, I could get the one point and you get none. But yeah. no, I, if I'm we both get none, it. then that's a big win for you. Because then that's I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, Selkie Barkoff. Uh, again, I guess I'm a huge Florida fan. Uh, he's playing. He's playing Selkie caliber hockey right now. So you're one of the 10 um, big Florida fans. I'm a, I'm a huge. I'm a, I'm a 10. I'm one of the, one of all nine of them. So. <laughs> Um, Jack Adams, I had Barry Trotz again. I was, I was deep on the Islanders. I'm going to go to Jared Bednar. He's, he's yeah, coaching I don't good see hockey. Barry Trotz. And this is the reason why I didn't pick him the first. I mean, he's already won it twice in the past, like five years. I don't see this league giving it to him again. That's just not the way this, because it's not always about the most deserving in this league. It's, you have to remember that humans are picking these people and that plays a part just like Trevor Zegers in my mind should not be the, uh, Calder. But this league loves him and he's electrifying. So that's, you know, it, it just it, how it is sometimes. Uh, Richard, I'm going to I'm going to stick with my boy Matthews as well. And then for the GM of the year, I'm going to stick with the lightning GM, Julian Brisebois. So All right, I like it. Um, so, uh, you know, we changed a few. Uh, we, we generally do a pretty decent job of, of kind of hitting the nail on the head. Um, at least who's going to be in that potential running. Uh, Calder's always tough. I think I don't think that we've ever not switched our Calder picks. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to move on to our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All righty, we got a score update. I'm sitting at 49, 25, and 3. 
Brandon's at 38, 36 and three last week after a great week from Brandon. Uh, I went three and two. He went a one and four. He did. You did terrible in gambling. So what do you think about that? bud? <laughs> um, yeah, so we got a new we got a all star week for all star week. There are no games except for this coming up Monday. So the way this is working and if you can follow along, we're going to flip a coin. And uh, because there's only two games on Monday, the winner gets to pick the first whatever game they want to pick. They can pick the winner of the person who lost the coin flip uh, gets the other team from that game as their winner. Then whoever lost the coin flip gets to pick the winner from the other game. And so that's only two games. And the third game is actually going to be who we think is going to win the all-star game, which division we can both have the same pick if we want. Uh, honestly, I've learned from watching the all-star game. It really has, does not matter about talent. It's I've seen some of the best talented uh, players on the ice just kind of go out in the first because a lot of times they're not even trying uh, and, and I do notice that sometimes the, the I don't want to say less talented because they're the all stars, but the guys who you wouldn't think would, they're actually playing a little bit harder out there, especially some younger guys. Um, so do you have a quarter to flip? I do. Well, should we call have called it? it? Yeah, call it. Uh, tails. Leave that. Believe it is tails. Let me. Yeah, that's going to be. Yes, it was tails. OK, I didn't know if it was a heads or a tails. <laughs> so. Um, uh, all right, so uh, the games this week, if I can pull them up, I believe it's Carolina and Toronto and then Ottawa and New Jersey. Uh, I need to pull that up real quick, though. So. I believe. Okay, uh, listen, I think that you got to play it safe here and go. Oof, I, I'm already tilting this uh, Carolina versus Toronto. I'm taking Carolina as my winner in that game. I actually would have selected the other game myself. So I'm going to go uh, Devils and the Senators. I'm going to go with the Senators, actually. Okay. They've, uh, they've been doing okay in the last, last little stretch of games. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Sin. All right. And so... Third uh, game, you know what? I- I'm gonna go. Honestly, I'm just. I, ooh, I was thinking central. I'm gonna go. Shot in the dark here. I'm gonna go. Pacific. I think the young guy. They have a lot of young guys. I think they want to play. They're excited to be there. So I'm. I'm going. Uh, the Pacific Division to win the All Star Game. Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, it's a little harder than you, than you originally think. And you need this win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could really, definitely use it for sure. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the Atlantic. Okay. Uh, so Atlantic. To win, I was I was torn between them and Metro. So coast versus coast. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Atlantic Division to win. All right. So you've got you've got Toronto and Ottawa to win it. I've got Carolina, the Devils. You've got the Atlantic. I've got the Pacific. 
All right, we're going to jump in on to joke of the week, and we uh, have special guests in the studio. Davey here from Fantasy Goons. He got here for our recording, so maybe he'll uh, chip in. I don't think his mic's on, but uh, we'll see what happens. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like this. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> this one comes from Fox News. I'm pretty sure Tucker Carlson wants to fuck the green and brown <laughs> M&M. That's... Here is the video. As some of you may know, Mars, the uh, company that owns M&M's, is rebranding. And here is what the, uh, I guess, the, the TV host had to say about the rebrand. The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&M's <laughs> will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. They've won. That's the first of two. And then here is. And actually, if you look at him, the orange M&M does appear very anxious. Maybe he doesn't like all the ugly new shoes he sees around. <laughs> Maybe he likes the sexy boots. Maybe the orange M&M is a secret sexist himself. We don't know. We're going to let you know <laughs> <are>. get to the <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing. I had to ask myself, was Tucker Carlson trolling? I thought it was fake. I thought it was fake. I thought people were just like, you know, like people, oh, I don't agree with this person. I'm even going to make stuff up that they that they've said. And it's funny, like a lot of people, you know, joke about Ben Shapiro loving, you know, and saying things about AOC's feet and yeah. stuff, you know, like. It's fake, but it's funny. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I just thought that this was more satire. And then, like, I saw the video. And, and honestly, I don't know anymore. I was not because, sure. I was not um, sure. Because here's the thing. He could just be trolling and getting views. Um, yeah. I mean, but, but here's the thing. The, the line, I have seen him say some stupid fucking things before. And the line between parody and real and stupidity has become blurred. And here's the thing, though. Even if he is trolling, you know for a fact the people who watch Tucker Carlson, there are people. They are. The, you know what they're saying after they're like, You're, "He's right. I did want to fuck the green M M&M, and M, and now they took away my American right to do it." There was a there there was there's somebody out there whose favorite snack. Like they'd go into the they'd go into the gas station, and you know they're paying for their gas. I gotta treat myself today. I had a tough day. Peanut M and M's, you know, or regular M and M's, or any of the any of the flavors. They thought they're like, yeah, that are now will never again eat M and M because they, they, they can't rub one out to because them anymore. they because they lowered the heels on the green <laughs> one on the on the green <laughs> on the green on the green one. But realistically, I mean, is he a little racist? Because technically, under the green shell, the M and M, yeah, is an M and M of of color. It's, and to be fair, he's talking about how they're not, you know, sexy anymore. They're the only candy that'll melt in your mouth. That's, I mean, he did even think about it. Probably uh, not. No, he, he, did probably not. Did, he probably didn't include it in his analysis. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing is, I. what's even worse is 
this man can just go on Reddit, dude. If you yeah. want to see, if you want to see M and M's getting plowed or something, dude, just go search yeah. for it. Rule thirty four. Well, realistically, realistically, what you should do is go to Google and search what you're looking for, and then put Reddit after it. Yeah. Reddit search algorithm is garbage. Yeah, but it's on there. Okay, there yeah. is somebody. Well before Tucker Carlson ever because ever of was this, upset. do you think that you know how like on porn sites they always have like Homer Simpson banging one out? Yeah, uh, like do you think now because of this they're gonna have uh, humanized M and M's banging on the on the on the side there to is try a, and get you to go there, to this virus? There is a non-zero. There is a non-zero chance that Fox News is gonna be advertising on the side of, of Pornhub with M and M's banging. Yeah, <laughs> that's a there's a non-zero chance. If it happened, I would be. I, I wouldn't be surprised as much as I would be surprised if they didn't do it. Does that I'm, I'm over the 51% range to like, that's probably already happening. When I heard this story first, I thought this can't be real. This is fake. And then I watched it. I'm like, Oh my God, this isn't just like someone reported on it. This is like the source is Tucker Carlson. He's yeah. I mean, he's the guy that did all the research. <laughs> he he was measuring. He was measuring M M&M and M heels. What he's do you like, think was happening the in the years? pitch room in the production office? Like, I what are we going to talk like, about today, guys? Well, it's when did my question is when? Well, what has AOC these, done today? Not much. When did the M M&M, and M? When when did the fake? I don't even know what to call them. Like I'm trying to like search humanized M and M. Yeah. When did when did the humanized? It's been a while, dude. It's been like it's been like ten years, right? Since like they used to go in like for the Halloween stuff and like that, I mean it's been a long time since they've. Had I mean this marketing that's what I, well yeah, but I mean a long time like I'm saying like in the 1950s like has he seen things from like the 50s that look like scary messed <laughs> up like like they're gonna murder us type of deal? I mean uh, we we this is, we could talk about this for a long time. This is uh, we we got to move on to our pop culture. Uh, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, so hilarious, honestly. First off, Heather Graham. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like, uh, I loved Elizabeth Hurley. I mean, I mean yeah. Elizabeth Hurley too, but Heather Graham, I mean, yeah. Heather Graham's the, she might, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Loved it. Loved. I mean, my. I mean, the favorite character has to be Scott. Uh, <laughs> I mean, every time, every time he's just like, He's like, I have a gun. Okay, let's just shoot it. He's like, he's like, no. We can just he's like, no. He's like, you're just gonna put him. You're just gonna put him in the room with one inept guard. And that. And the best part is, they all keep calling him the inept guard. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot when I watched this movie as a kid. The the zip it scene. I used zip, the, I used it, that zip, so much as a kid to people. Zip it. <laughs> Zippy long stockings. <laughs> the uh you know the scene where they're pulling where they're pulling stuff out of the bag <laughs> and the tent uh, <laughs> love it and here's the thing i found myself i had to keep reminding myself that this i'd be like this makes no sense he he's he's like but it's, i forget that they're using that because they're making fun of james bond when he's like a little world-renowned spy and he's like oh you're gonna go just be a photographer yeah and oh, yeah when kirstie he's alley so was looking long. good in this movie too yeah i mean there was uh, it was such a uh, this was my favorite of the three. Uh, yeah. Goldmember is really good. I it love has that newer, bastard. It has newer Get production value. I, I it was that's it's such a funny and young. I mean Rob Lowe. Yeah, <laughs> you forget Rob Lowe plays the number uh, when he <laughs> when he creates that like time machine. It's it's like <laughs> Scott's just like, well, why don't we just go back in time when he's like a baby or something and just kill him? We'll shoot him. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's like, <laughs> he's gonna go. 
Well, he has honor. We're going to go steal his mojo. Is, pre- is Preparation H, is that one this one, or is that Gold Member? I think that's Gold I Member. I think it's Gold Member as well. I think it's funny, though. Like, they didn't even, like, yeah, they stole his mojo. It didn't affect him at all. Yeah. I, mean, I like, forgot about that. It doesn't affect, like, he, like, doesn't, and they don't say, oh, you never needed it. your mojo. He just, he was fine. Yeah, they talked about it. Uh, Heather at tells him. Yeah, Heather maybe tells him. That. You know, you don't need your oh, mojo. Maybe, maybe I missed that. Maybe I think I, I, maybe I got up or something like that. But it's, I mean, oh, funny movie. I'm, I'm, I mean, you you text me today, and normally we have a movie due. You text me on the day of, and I'll watch it at my breaks. I'd already had this watch, yeah. which is well beyond my uh, my normal my yeah. normal type of thing. So. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. All right, we're gonna move on to what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, People who refuse to just even admit Tom Brady's impact on the game. Now that he's gone, um, we are moving into a new era of football. And listen, if you are idiotic enough to not to to say that he's not the greatest of all time, fine. Um, But people who sit there and say, oh, well, I mean, he wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, he was carried to all of his Super Bowls. No, dude, he did what he did without. You know, he without all always having guys like Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, like these like Jerry Rice, these guys who help quarterbacks get to where they need to be. You, you know, he only had Randy Moss for like two years. I mean, he, he didn't have these super big name guys. His impact on the game cannot be understated. Um, and, and that's what's in my stick. You know, I thought it was appropriate seeing a lot of things on Twitter and Reddit about how Tom Brady's overrated. Um, and I get it. You just want to troll, but it's not in my stick. Mine. Uh, I got a couple. One, I was having major problems with the uh, with with watching the games this weekend. It kept cutting off and on on me. Super annoying. So you know, we have three football games left all year. Yeah, what service are you using? Um, our AT and T. Okay. Was, oh man, yeah, it was just Hulu. It was just giving me issues. Anyway, that was just an off. Uh, but poor email etiquette. You know, like people that don't know how to write an email that it looks like it was written by a person, you know, they'll shorthand you. And so when it's like in a professional setting, yeah. not like you text and not like you emailing me, you're, you know, emailing your buddy, like put some periods in there. Yeah. Don't give me some run on. Not sentence. if you're like, hey, look like, at this M&M porn that I found. But, you know, do it in a, a full sentence. But make sure you so, also, but you have to end it off with your signature. And don't uh, say look at this, a gre- the green one banging out don't with the say, brown. Don't say, don't say, don't say green sloot. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, hey, check out this hottie, this hottie green sloot in our area or something. Yeah. You know, like, give me a full, <laughs> you know, let me know what you're talking. You know, it's on the topic of email etiquette. One of the things that I can't stand, and it seems to happen so often. We live in a world where you have access to email at all times of day in your pocket. There is nothing more annoying. And this happens a lot. And I'm throwing them under the bus uh, with the predators when I have to deal with my ticket rep. I will email them at 10 a.m. Uh, usually in re- either response to an email or starting an email. And I don't hear anything back until the next day. Fine. But this happens all the time. I get their email back and sometimes I'll wake up, you know, she's fine as soon as I wake up and I'm in bed at like 8 a.m. No, I don't hear anything. Sometimes I hear back at like 520, not, and, and, but they don't, but they get off at 530. 
So they do this, but so they don't have to email me back the next day. Like, why have you not? At least, you know, if I ask them a question, at least send me back an email. Like, I got your email. I, I understand. And I, I will get back to you. But or they don't respond for like two or three days. And it's like, well, dude, like, at least I get back to have, me and let me know. You know, I have never got that. I mean, especially since they're probably just sitting at a desk. Like, dude, I cannot stand an email that's not handled. Like, I'm not saying that I'm always able to just immediately yeah. respond back. But like. I open it up and I Let leave me, it open yeah. so I can handle it. And if it. it's something you have to, because I get it. Like sometimes like, oh, they have to ask their manager. Response Let a, me hey, know that. I'm going to forward this to my manager. Boom. I'm going to ask my manager. I'll get back to you as soon as I'm about. And then I know that it's been you received bought yourself, and understood. You buy yourself hours, if not yeah. at least a day. Like, you know, like, yeah. okay, just by some courtesy. You know, if you want to be lazy, it's better to be efficiently lazy. There was one where... You know, a week went by and I I followed up and she was like, oh, yeah, my manager got back to me. We weren't able to get tickets for that game. I, I There was no tickets available. I figured since I didn't get back to you, you knew they were not available. I'm like, no, no that's not what that's that means not how things when I work. ask you if there's tickets available. That's not how I understand that no can be an answer. Right. And I'm expecting a yes or no. But like, do I want to go buy other tickets? Like my yeah. plans are hinging on the questions that I, I'm asking. Because in the email I said, you. if they're available, get them for me. So I don't want to then go and buy it. And then you just had pull the trigger for me. Right. But all right. Guys, that about wraps it up. Uh, See you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod. 